0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. I'm Aaron Fulton with Raven News. Oil is seeping out from under a seawall at the Sitka Sound Science Center and investigators have yet to determine where it's coming from. The spill was discovered by contractors Thursday afternoon outside the Sitka Sound Science Center's hatchery pen stock during excavation for a new spawning facility. Science Center Director Lisa Bush said they were pumping water out of the raceway when the oil began seeping out. Water from the Indian River, which normally feeds the penstock, had already been diverted for the project. The source and volume of the spill is currently unknown, but there's speculation from both the Coast Guard and the State Department of Environmental Conservation that it might originate somewhere uphill on the former campus of Sheldon Jackson College, which is now owned by the Sitka Fine Arts Camp. The Coast Guard Marine Safety Detachment has deployed containment boom to minimize oil from entering Sitka Sound. Another boom was placed between the spill and the hatchery pen stock. Although oil is continuing to seep from the seawall beneath the Science Center building, the flow has appeared to slow since its discovery Thursday afternoon. No hatchery stock are threatened by the spill. However, there has been some seepage onto the adjacent beach. Cleanup efforts are currently underway, as well as an investigation into the source of the oil. The Sitka Planning Commission got its first look at a plan to alleviate congestion at Harrigan Centennial Hall next summer when between 400,000 and 500,000 cruise ship visitors are expected to call in town. The objective is to segregate uses and vehicles in a way that is safe and keeps people moving. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports.
1: The high volume of passengers could mean as many as 15 large green Alaska coach buses on the road at a time, shuttling visitors between the Sitka Sound Cruise Terminal and Harrigan Centennial Hall, and they will have to shoulder in among the usual blue buses operated by Pruitt Enterprises, numerous smaller vans and buses operated by companies like Sitka Wildlife Tours and Tribal Tours, taxi cabs, and the Sitka Community Ride, the city's public bus system. The two main options in the Traffic and Staging Plan, Summer 2022— would generally segregate vehicles by size and commit much of the curb space in the so-called Harrigan Loop to the 65-passenger green shuttles. Option 1 would give all of the loop to the shuttles and send tour buses into the Crescent Harbor parking lot. Option 2 would have shuttles on one end of the loop and tour buses on the other. Clint Daniels has driven a bus for Sitka Tours for 24 years. He was uncomfortable with taking out parking spaces to accommodate tour buses in the Crescent Harbor lot, and there was another problem.
2: The way the system has been working for the past three, four years, where we park on one side and they are there on the other side, we're able to set up tours. Uh, the other problem, too, is we have a dance show that occurs in this building. Where do we drop off the Passengers, if you move us out and
1: put shuttles there. Creating room for the large shuttles made sense to Bruce Konine, who operates Sitka Wildlife Tours out of four smaller vans. But he was concerned about potential conflict with the blue tour buses in the Crescent parking lot. While he didn't need much time to load his tours, he reminded the commission that he was herding people and that people on vacation are not necessarily prompt. Problems could occur. Well, for years, I've operated out of A, And I have small vehicles, and I understand the need for space for the big guys. I'm definitely willing to give up that space and not fight for it, to have some dedicated space on B, where we don't have to contend with large vehicles mixing into our small vehicle groups, making it even tougher. Another part of the plan is to stage outfitters in the area immediately behind Harrigan Centennial Hall, above the boat launch. John Dunlap has operated his kayak outfitting business, Sitka Sound Ocean Adventures, out of a parked school bus in the Crescent Harbor parking lot for over 20 years. He wasn't sure what the change in location would mean for his business, but he recognized that it was important to hash out a plan before summer. I'm not a bus guy. I just wanted to say I I think conceptually the work that, that your group is doing here is very good. You've got your priorities right, and uh, and what you're trying to do is achievable. And at the end of the day, not everybody, not every user is going to be completely happy with w- what you come up with, but um, I encourage you to just keep going with this process because you're going in the right direction. Planning Director Amy Ainsley reminded the commission that the parking and staging plan is short-term. First, Sitka has to weather the two-fold increase in passengers this coming summer, then began to look at longer-term infrastructure development. She read into the record written testimony from Chris McGraw, the owner of the Sitka Sound Cruise Terminal. McGraw was already thinking beyond 2022.
0: On the topic of future planning needs, I would like to propose that CBS look to create a separate transportation hub for cruise ship, shuttle, and tour operations. The one that I feel could be developed is the Baranoff School Playground. This is a large space that could be reconfigured to include a transportation hub that could include space for both school bus and tourism-related vehicles in addition. An upgraded playground for Baronoff School could be part of the project.
1: An alternative idea was suggested by Dennis McConnell with Alaska Coaches. He proposed that the infrastructure was already in place to ease congestion at Harrigan Centennial Hall. Again, this is planning director Ainsley reading written testimony from McConnell.
0: There really is no reason for any tour operators to schedule their tours to depart from downtown. All tours should depart from the pier. Guests taking a tour with operators who choose to place their equipment at Centennial Hall requires the guest occupy a seat on the shuttle, debark the shuttle motor coach, then reload onto their bus that is staged at Centennial Hall. This creates confusion for the guests increases the congestion of buses and people at Centennial Hall that could otherwise depart directly from the pier.
1: Planning commissioners did not pick a preferred option in this first look, although some expressed support for dedicating the Harrigan Loop to the green motor coach shuttles, primarily for safety reasons. They asked planning director Ainsley to incorporate a recommendation for a permitting and fee structure that could support the addition of three more employees at Harrigan Centennial Hall. The goal is to have a final draft of the 2022 Traffic and Staging Plan, completed by December 15th. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.
0: You can find a link to the City of Sitka Traffic and Staging Plan Summer 2022 on our website, kcaw.org. Every year during the holiday season, the U.S. Forest Service in Alaska sends a tree to decorate the Governor's Mansion in Juneau. This year, it was Wrangell's turn to provide the tree. KSTK's Sage Smiley attended a ceremony where Wrangell's tribe blessed the chosen pine tree before it was sent up north.
2: Tiny flakes of snow fell Thursday morning on the small crowd assembled at Shakes Island in Wrangell's inner harbor to bless a towering conifer bound for Alaska's capital city. Wrangell Cooperative Association citizen Virginia Oliver wore a woven cedar hat and beaded gloves and carried a painted drum.
1: So good to see all of
2: you. Good morning. Welcome onto the ancestral
1: home of the Nanya Ayyi.
2: Volunteers held the 14-foot lodgepole pine to be blessed, upright in front of the red and black bear carving, which frames the chief sheikh's house doorway. The tree was picked by the U.S. Forest Service's Wrangell Ranger District. Acting District Ranger Tori Hauser says it's important for the U.S. Forest Service that the pine tree be blessed by the people whose land it came from.
1: So we, we were able to sustainably harvest this tree from Edelin Island, and it's known as the togetherness tree. And like the trees that stand in the forest together, we are all stronger when we all stand together so I'm so glad that we're all here and thank you very much.
2: WCA Tribal President Richard Oliver expressed gratitude to the Forest Service, Coast Guard, and Wrangell High School's Clinkett language class for being there.
1: First of all, I'd like to thank the tree for giving itself up to for the governor and it's it's a very nice gift.
2: To bless the Together Tree, tribal elders and the high school language learners sang while walking slowly around the tree, waving fronds of cedar. Some wore clinket cedar hats or button blankets. The tree and its place at the governor's mansion coincide with Christmas, but it's meant to represent more than just one winter holiday. tribal citizen Virginia Oliver explains that the cedar fronds used in the blessing are not just scraps. The president uh, just, you know, asked the tree and took the bottom, the bottom fronds and then he gave pieces to everybody and they were just blessing as they went around. We've done this before, the last time a tree left. That last time was in 2018, when the community procured the Governor's Mansion tree shortly after Governor Dunleavy was elected. The Forest Service says this is the fifth year in a row that the Together tree for the Governor's Mansion has come from the Tongass. The 2019 Together tree came from near Ketchikan, and last year's came from the Petersburg Ranger District. It was delayed on its journey when the Coast Guard cutter Anacapa was rerouted to provide disaster assistance in the wake of the Haines landslides. But it got there in the end. This year's tree will be on display at the Governor's Mansion in Juneau for the holiday season. The mansion will hold an open house on December 7th. It's such a prestigious thing, I think, that it's going to the Governor's Mansion. It's from Wrangell. So we just wanted to turn out and just show a good showing for it and let the tree go. With, with tribal members sang Wrangell's paddle song, volunteers carried the tree across the bridge between Shakes Island and the harbor parking lot, through the lot, and down a ramp to the awaiting U.S. Coast Guard vessel Elderberry. the Christmas tree's ride up to Juneau. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley.
0: I'm Aaron Fulton, and this has been Raven News.